All right, the Joe Girardi Report is brought to you by your participating Tri-State Buick GMC dealership, by Jersey Mike's, the official sub-sandwich of the Yankees, by New York Community Bank and the NYCB family of banks. Visit them online at nycbbank.com. And by Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza, the preferred pizza of New York baseball. Yankees in uh, Toronto take on the resurgent Blue Jays, and Joe Girardi joins us now. Welcome, Joe. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Hi, Joe. The uh, Blue Jays have uh, decided to join the fun this year. Yeah. Well, I just think they had so many injuries, you know, whether it was to the rotation or the left side of the infield. or um, And they finally almost got everyone back, um, and they've been playing a lot better as of late. And top to bottom now, it's a five-game separates the entire division from you to them. So it's everybody, everything uh, is very tight. Yeah, not surprised. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of talent in our division. Um, there's a lot, you know, the teams are pretty evenly, uh, you know, when you square off, it's pretty even. You see each other 19 times, and I'm not surprised. All right, a rare game that got away from you last night. Uh, where are you with Tanaka right now? You know, again, it came down to the inconsistencies, and we've seen that he can be consistent because we saw it to start before. We saw it in Boston. So, you know, for us, it's just ironing those little things out. And someone asked me about it, and I, you know, yesterday, and I said, it's, you know, are you worried? And I said, well, as coaches, this is what we do. You know, you kind of put out fires all the time, and if it's yep. not in one place, it's another place, and you just continue to work on it. This is not physical, though, right? No. I okay. mean, I you know, I, I've been asked that. I was asking, well, why don't you go MRI him? And I, and I was like, really? I, you know, you don't MRI someone just because they're Right, struggling. just because they're giving up home runs, right. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, just think about every hitter that went into a slump and right. you put him in an MRI too. Right. I, I mean, it just he's just struggling. That's the bottom line. And, uh, you know, it's you just you don't expect someone that good to go through this long a slump. No, you don't. And, you know, I talked about a little bit about yesterday. Dallas Keuchel went through it last year, too. He did. Um, you know, this guy was Cy Young the year before. Arietta's going through it now. Yes, and yeah. and Dallas Keuchel is as good as any pitcher right now in the game, as, as well as he's pitching this year. But for whatever reason, he had a tough year. And you see that with hitters, too. I mean, Joe Torre always said, I was the same guy. One year I hit 360, the next year I hit 260. But I was the same guy. That's very confidence plays a lot into this, and you know approach and everything else. The right time, right place. Uh, there's a lot to it. I agree, uh, and it's a fine line. A um, couple updates on injuries. Bird uh, getting closer, right? Going, getting right. ready for his rehab now, right? Right. He uh, played in a simulated game yesterday. It was two for four. He's playing for Tampa. Interesting enough, he's facing a knuckleballer. Um, <laughs> how often does that happen? You do your first start. Yeah. Uh, but he is playing. Chapman uh, threw 90 to 100 feet today, threw a 15, uh, you know, uh, flat ground. I don't know if you want to call it a bullpen, but the catcher was down. And um, who am I missing here? Uh, well, Joe, let me Elder. stop on Chapman for a second and, and ask this. When do you, because of the enormous velocity that he has, when do you, do you wait to allow him to cut loose? Well, I... I mean, he's going to play catch, and the intensity is going to increase every day he goes out there. Okay. But he's he's not doing a bullpen, I don't think, until next week. So we're trying to building up up to that. Okay, so there's there's still a period of time before he will let let the ball go, right? Yes, so, correct. Okay. All right, yes. and go ahead to Ellsbury now. Uh, he's just not ready. He's not quite ready. Um, he'll is go it the concussion or is it the sprain? Uh, you know, I think it's 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 his neck is still bothering him. Uh, that's been worked on a lot today. So. Um, you know, we just feel like he's not ready to take that test yet, so we're not giving it to him. And, so, you know, you have to rely on the player on this. I, it's not something you I can agree. say. 
it's a strain it's going to take a week or it's going to take I a agree week. you know that, that's a tricky both of those neck sprain and concussion either one is a tricky injury having both is a is a difficult situation yeah so we just got to wait till he feels good and says i'm ready how long before a bird hits the majors do you think I, you know, I really can't tell you. I, I don't know, you know, how he's going to to feel once he starts playing every day again. Um, you know, obviously he was struggling when he was here. You know, he needs at bats. It, it's been a month since he's played. I think. I think his last game was May first, maybe. Yep. Um, it's been a month, so I mean, he's been out a while. Uh, CC to the mound, and CC has found it of late. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, his cutter's good again. Um, he went a few starts without it, and when he went without it, he didn't fare too well. So, to me, it's the key. It's an important pitch against this club as well tonight. And, uh, you know, at this club, you just got to keep keep the ball in the ballpark. One guy who didn't want to see May end is Gaudy, that's for sure. What a month. Yeah, he did. You know, I, and he swung the bat really well last night and really didn't get much to show for it. Um, hit the ball hard on the nose four times. So, uh, But I, I think he's like June, too. So... Let's hopefully June's as good as May. What a start. Huh? 11 home runs in the month of May. Huh? How about it's that? Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, from your leadoff guy. So, great to have. Yeah, and Holiday's given you some lift this year, too, right? Both in terms of his, his you know, veteran leadership, but also he's had a lot of big home runs. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's just, he's a he's a pro. I mean, he really is. And he he's has, you know, garners a lot of respect from the guys in that room. They pick his brain. He plays the game hard. You know, he's got a little bit of Paul O'Neill in him, you know, where every at-bat's like his last at-bat. You know, maybe he doesn't show the outright emotion, uh, but you can hear him grumbling all the time, and I love it. You know, every at-bat means something. Joe, have you have you guys directed Torres to 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 third base where he's zeroing in on third base now as as far as a position? No, he's playing third, short, and second. So we he's not zero. He's not zeroed in on third base. Nope. He's he, we need him to play them all. You never know where your needs going to be. You know, we feel that he's most comfortable at shortstop, so that's probably what he needs the least. And then he's playing third and second as well. Okay, so he's still playing all three, and he has shown a capability at all three positions, right? Yes, yes, he has. He, right. you know, he's he's done pretty well. Not much he can't do, as a matter of fact. What everyone not seems. that I've seen. Yes. You know, defensively, yeah. I think his clock moves slow as well as when he when like he's hitting. How about Severino's last two performances? Ooh. I was at the one that you let, and that night you let him go. You let him go that long. At, you let him go the long at bat with Gordon. He threw 99. He must have thrown Gordon 10 pitches, and you stayed with him against Escobar, who hit the ball to right field. Not bad down the line. You wanted him to finish that eighth inning, right? I did. Um, you know, there are times where you have to push him a little bit further, and I think Seve, Seve's one guy on our club where you don't really see his stuff fall off a lot. Um, no, he's still 99 in the eighth inning. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I'm trusting him a little more. I cut him back a little bit this last start because he worked so hard to start before. And he goes six and two-thirds and allows one run over 14 and two-thirds innings. That's a heck of a run he's got going. Yeah, I mean, he's he's looked really good, and you see him maturing. And, and you know, he's starting to learn how to slow things down. Um, and I think, you know, when you have an arm like his, I mean, you're in a hurry to throw. You want to throw, and you want to let it go, but – He's learning, i got to pitch, and i got to slow things down. And I think that's why we're seeing a big difference. How important is the third pitch and the command of the third pitch? It's been important. I, I think the biggest difference has been his fastball, his command with his fastball. It has been much better. He has moved it up, down, in and out. Um, his sliders had better depth on a consistent basis. But that fastball has been really important to him. 
And um, as far as Pineda, you know, you've been, I've actually been, and I think I've been hard on Pineda since he's been here, but I keep waiting for the shooter drop and have one of those lousy performances. They haven't been coming. I mean, you haven't seen one of those where he gets bombed or where he just seems like he's lost out there. He seems to be battling and even handling a little adversity better than he has in the past. Yeah. Well, he got a lot of practice last year um, in doing that, and I think he grew from that. And like his last start, he didn't have a consistent slider. Not very, it wasn't very good. And, and for Michael, he always has that. And he found a way to get through six innings, which I was really impressed. Well, battling—that's you know—that if he can do that, that's a big positive. I mean, I think that's—he's got talent. We know that. If he could, I always thought he fell apart when a couple of guys got on base, uh, and yeah. maybe, or if he gave up that long homer, even if it was a solo shot, it seemed to knock him off his game. He doesn't—that doesn't seem to be happening this year. He has seemed to compose himself a, a, a lot better and just be able to turn the page. When something bad happens, I need I, I, okay. That's it. I need to stop it now and start making pitches again. And I think he's done a much better job this year. You know, Judge just keeps rolling right along. I mean, uh, he's gone from rookie to now MVP leader, uh, and he just seems to he seems to handle everything with a grace and a uh, and a confidence that is really unusual. It really is. I mean, I yeah. don't want to say it's Jeter like, but it kind of is a little Jeter like in that he he handles the media well. He handles he seems to handle everything well. I think he's really mature for his age, and, and I think he understands what he needs to do to be successful. He does not deviate from that, whether he's getting a lot of attention or not getting a lot of attention, and just understands what's important at this moment in the day, and, and that's what he does. So I give him a lot of credit. Um, he has acted uh, very mature you know, when he's around a lot of attention, and it, it has not gotten to him. And he's handled it extremely well. A little bit against your religion to pile all those righty bats together in the middle of the lineup. You know, that's uh, that's unusual for you to do that lefties or righties. Now, I know your lefties aren't middle of the lineup hitters right now. You move Judge into the three spot tonight, and you got four righties, big righties right in a row. Yeah, well, I had them in a row before. I just, I had Judge five, you know. So all I did was, you know, I think he's earned the right to, to move up. You know, we've kind of done it slowly with him. Um, he started off seven during the course of the year, and you have some switch hitters in there as well. So, um, is three symbolic re- now, Joe? Do you think that's symbolic to him, or is it symbolic to you? Does it mean anything now that you've sl- you know moved him into the three hole? He's clearing every hurdle that we've given him is, is what it's symbolic of for me, um, and that you know he's handled it well. And did he acknowledge it at all going into the three hole at all? Or no, I just told him I, I, I you know I, I had talked to everyone and told them what I was going to do, and I wanted them to be prepared for it because they'd be asking. Same guy. Um, didn't make a lot of expression when I told him, and he just said, okay. Hey, he's earned it. You know, let's yeah. be honest. He has earned it. There's no question he has earned it. You're putting a good bat behind him in holiday. It makes sense. Um, has, have you been happy with what you've seen from Sanchez since he's come back? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's been pretty good. Um, and, you know, he came out. He was off for a month, only played three days in the – you know, in the minor leagues, didn't have a ton of at-bats. And his May has not been too bad. Um, I know there's been some funny swings in there. But when you look at his numbers, they haven't been too bad. And we don't even think he's gotten hot yet. So I think he has a hot spell coming here pretty soon. Is Carter playing for his life here? No. No, he's not playing for his life. Um, I want an experienced first baseman with CeCe because it's a little trickier when CeCe's on the mound. And, um, 
you know, the couple days off I gave Head seemed to help him a little bit. Maybe it'll help Chris. All right, so, and how do you feel about Headley? You know, Headley had a good April, and then he had a terrible May, and now it's June. So, and, and I know you have a long leash with him. So does Cashman. You guys love him. You like him on your team. I understand all that. He's a battler, the whole thing. He's a good teammate. But he did not look good with the bat this past month. No, he did not. And I think some of it was bad luck, but some of it was, you know, he made outs. Um, and I think the frustration got to him after a while, and it probably created more outs than there should have been. But... He seems to be in a better place. He seemed to swing it a little bit better, and hopefully he gets going again. And Hicks has remained consistent. You know, that yeah. he really has. You know, I wondered if when he got it piled up in some at bats, if it would, you know, maybe, you know, maybe uh, just expose him a little bit, but it hasn't. He looks pretty good still. He looks very confident. He looks, his approach looks pretty good. You know, it seemed like when he wasn't, he was playing every day, he was great. And then when, he didn't play every day. You know, he started to dip a little bit. But now that we've got him back in there every day, he's been playing great again. So um, he's played as well as any player we have. He has had a good year. He really yeah, has, and he's shown really. a lot of power. You know, he's a good defensive player. He's played very well for you guys. He really has. Yeah, I mean, we're going to always have to find ways to play this kid. It's interesting. You guys had you guys showed a lot of faith in him. You know what? He did not he did not look look good last year. So I, I give you guys credit for sticking with him and having as much faith in him as you did because he didn't look like much of a hitter last year. No, he. I mean, he struggled, and then it seemed like September. He had a pretty good September, and I mean, we've seen it. It takes time for a player to adjust to not an everyday role, but it also takes time to for a player to adjust in New York sometimes, and the expectations, and you know what people look and how you're dealt with, and Maybe it just took him a little bit of time. All right. Thanks, Joe, very much. Have a great night. All Mike. right. So a, a big night from this standpoint. Joe tried to stay away from it as long as he could, judging the three-hole, which is symbolic. I mean, you know they're going to get asked about it. He's going to get asked about it. He has handled every hurdle. Now that means, hey, he has taken his place where he is the man in the lineup. That's ba- basically it. You would want him three rather than four because you want to offer him some protection with Holiday right now. So you're offering him as much protection as you can. You got Sanchez in front of him. You got Holiday in back of him. And now you've put him in the three hole, which acknowledges something to the other team and acknowledges something to the league, acknowledges something to your own team when you put him in the three spot. So that's not a move they did quietly. You heard Joe say that he waited to do it. He finally did it. This is the night. We'll see if it mark his numbers now. When he went in the three spot, uh, he's hitting, forget the home runs, just look at the batting average, the on-base percentage. Right now he's hitting 327 as he makes the move into the three-hole on June 1st. Let's see if it has any impact on him. This is really the last, there's no more hurdles after this one. You know, you put him in the three-hole, there's nowhere else to put him back after this.